Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Dionis Teschler. Dionis Teschler is a Chief Technology Officer and co-founder of the automotive industry's first cybertech tier supplier, Gardnox, and is one of the central figures propelling Israel forward in the sector. In 2016, he merged his aviation technology experience from the Israeli Air Force, where he helped develop fighter jet cybersecurity and missile defense systems and his lifelong passion of driving fast cars into producing the cyber technology that serves as the foundation for software-defined and service-oriented vehicles. Prior to his role at Gardnox, Deanna served as the Vice President of R&D at audience measurement startup True Media and as an algorithms engineer for TransChip, a startup acquired by Samsung Electronics. Dionis holds an MSc in computer science and a global MBA with a focus on global strategy from the Interdisciplinary Center at Herzliya. Well, good afternoon, Dionis. Welcome to the show. Hi, Brian. It's a pleasure to be here, and thank you for inviting me. You bet. This is exciting. I love podcasts, as you know, but to actually travel the world from the convenience of my office here at home is pretty amazing. So thanks again. I know you're hailing out of Tel Aviv, Israel. So thanks again. And let's jump into the questions, Dionis. You've got quite the background in technology, security, research and development, and now you're the chief technology officer for Gardnox. Could you share with our audience what drives you and what has contributed to your success? Yeah, I think that for anything you would like to do, you need to take two main things or you need to verify that you have two main things going on for you. One is that you're passionate about it. So you need to pick a topic or pick a project that you believe in. I think that every entrepreneur I've met who succeeded actually did it because they were passionate and they thought that they were doing something to change the world. They were bringing something into the world to make it better. And that's really, really important to have when you start your road. And the second is to actually spend the time to understand the industry, to understand the technology, to understand what is actually needed. Maybe it's something a little bit different than what you thought at the beginning. And to really get to know the users or the customers or whoever will end up using what you're developing. And people tend kind of sometimes to, to get too caught up on the technical side and not really see the, the other side, the other side of the user or the other side of the change they're bringing or to understand kind of the ecosystem where they're going into. And I think that you need to spend quite a lot of effort to, to know that, to be an expert on that. Great. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. And I know our audience will as well. Those are some good nuggets around your life experience that have contributed to this platform. So Dionis, as you know, everybody globally has had to make these major shifts to adapt to the new normal. Could you share with us what you're doing to help your organization stay relevant in this economy? You know, Brian, I think that in our world today, uh, the new normal is the normal. So Everybody who wants to succeed today needs to understand that everything keeps changing. Uh, yes, COVID was a big change in a short period of time, but nonetheless, there were a lot of changes before it, and I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of changes after it. So first of all, you got to remain flexible and you got to remain in tune to what's going on in the world. Uh, luckily for us, the automotive industry may have started a little bit with a snag if we're talking about 2020, but it actually has picked up and gained even more steam than it had in 2019. And that is because the current new normal, current reality is that people understand that they still need personal mobility and you can't only rely on various forms of shared mobility or public transportation. And that actually accelerated a lot of the processes 
which were going on prior to that in the automotive industry, and mainly ones that had to do with the user experience in cars, because that's what drives automotive sales today. And that actually helped our case significantly because we were proponents of that for a long time. And the technologies and the value that we bring are actually geared towards bringing this new digital car, kind of the iPhoneized vehicle of the future and bringing it faster, bringing it better. And, and our entire kind of value proposition around the industry, which position us as a technology supplier, what we call the cyber tech tier, has even strengthened because our customers today realize even more that they need it and they need it even quicker than they thought before. Great. Thank you for sharing that, Dionis. I appreciate it. And you know, everybody's story is unique, but the shift that everybody's had to do has been amazing. I've heard some great stories of how people had to actually innovate on the fly or pull things off the shelf to overcome the challenge. So thanks again. And Dionis, you're, this is a great question here, but you're obviously leveraging some new and emerging technologies in your tech stack. Is there anything that you could share with us that's you know, maybe non-proprietary or it's not confidential? Yes, Brian. Actually, we're, we're very excited because we're about to launch a couple of brand new products. Obviously, I can't get into all of the details, but connecting to, to my previous statement, they're geared towards bringing this user experience revolution in automotive faster and actually on the vehicle side, doing it in an evolutionary approach, which is less risky, less costly, and can be implemented faster in the market. While on the end consumer side, which is us, the, the people who use the cars, see a lot more flexibility with the features that we're able to deploy in the car after we bought it. The services or what we call the service-oriented architecture of the vehicle, which allows us to basically buy capabilities for the car like we would apps on our phone and actually have them downloaded over the air into our vehicles as we go and even buy them for a limited period of time to, to maybe save some money or for a specific purpose. And to bring all that, you need a lot of infrastructure technology in the car because maybe the car was meant to drive fast, but underneath uh, the communication is still a bit slow. So we're bringing a lot of technologies to speed up that communication and to make the software infrastructure a lot more flexible. Awesome. You know, it's funny, Dionis, that I've had a couple of guests recently on the show in the automotive industry as well. And I just love the fact that you all are innovating and bringing technology to the automotive space. So we appreciate the share on that. And last question, Dionis, can you share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career in technology or security? Yes, I think that for that, <laughs> we'll need a very long podcast, but I will sure. try to, to <laughs> touch upon one or two points. I think that the main one is, as I mentioned before, is that you need to really understand what is it that you want to achieve and does it actually fit or is it in line with what people need and what are the actual needs in the field. But after you do realize that, I think that entrepreneurs or innovators in the industry need also to believe in themselves and to keep pushing forward once they're sure that there is a need, they're sure that the idea answers the need. They really need to invest the resources and not get discouraged and have the tenacity to stand in front of those big giants, especially like in the automotive industry, the big OEMs and the tier ones and say, yes, I'm a small company, um, but I have something innovative. I have new technology. I have something that brings value to you, although you have 100,000 employees. And stick to it. Uh, stick to it. Don't get discouraged. And go prove to the world that what you have is the best solution. Thank you for sharing. Most appreciated on that. 
I know that's going to be helpful for somebody out there on the podcast. So thanks again. And Jonas, it was a pleasure having you on today. I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Thank you, Brian. My pleasure. Bye for now. Bye for now.